Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. Thank you for uh, listening. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be, this is going to be a good one. Good one. I feel it in my bones. You know what? You know what's so encouraging to me, babe? What, babe? Other than your beautiful presence that is right here. Thanks, Um, babe. Man, this morning, we got it on this morning, didn't we? We did, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Babe, my wife had the most brilliant idea this morning. And it was literally like, um, how can I say it? An aphrodisiac to me. Like, you're just so brilliant. Like, it might as well have been lavender and chocolate wrapped up in a human form. Like, those are aphrodisiacs, in case you didn't know. Um, (laughs) Gentlemen, if you didn't know that, lavender and (laughs) chocolate. You're welcome, sir. Um, But yeah, I just, babe, you're the best. I love you, man. Thanks, babe. You make me happy. You make me happier. Do you want to take your shirt off? Not right now. Okay. Um, you know what else makes me happy is reading the reviews. We want to say thank you from from Billy, Jen, and Vic the Soundcheck. We would like to say thank you for listening to the podcast. We are coming up on one year. One year. This is actually going to be episode fifty one. Is that correct? This will be episode fifty. 51. This one. This one's yeah. fifty one. And then at the party coming up very soon, um, December fourth. That will be the first episode of season two. Hey. That will be. Number 53. So pretty cool. So that's pretty awesome how that all worked out. Hey, but many of you have subscribed and you leave reviews, which is huge for us. I huge. hope you know that. Like on Thank the podcast, you. if you leave reviews and you give us five stars, if you're not giving us five stars, man, don't start at all, okay? Not I don't really. even care. Like, I don't want to hear your feedback. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm actually you? not joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it really means a lot to us and it kind of helps the podcast too. This is from Ricky Lowe. He Ricky said, Lowe. Yeah, Ricky Lowe. That's, yeah. Well, well howdy um, there. We, honestly, Ricky Lowe? <laughs> you think he's Southerner? Maybe. All right, Ricky Lowe. Ricky read it like this. He says, honestly, these two voices, I can't do it. I went to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, addiction in a can, better than drinking coffee. What? Better than energy, any energy drink you can drink. Hands down, the best couple ever. Oh. Ricky. Ricky. We Thanks, love man. you. Um, this I hope one, you're hearing this. this review uh, gave us five stars. This is from JTR, JTR, JTR. No, no, JTR, J, yep, JTR, 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 JTR. That's their hashtag. My wife and I have enjoyed all of these podcasts that are filled with candid, funny moments and fresh perspectives. Been helpful for our new marriage. Congratulations. Love this content and love sharing it with others. I love that you love sharing it with others. Thanks, JTR, 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 JTR. Here's one more. Um, this is from DStrom05. I know DStrom. Ooh, DStrom. All right. Uh, this is a good friend. Billy and Jen are so honest, funny, and relatable. Do yourself a favor and listen. Yeah. Hey, actually, we should do ourselves a favor and get DStrom to come on this podcast. Hey. Honestly, don't you think? Yes. He's yes. one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my entire life. He's a good guy. I'm I assuming like it's guy. the same DStrom that I'm thinking I'm about. assuming, too. I like him. Okay, one more. from. Uh, actually, I don't know where this is from. I was going to say Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Atlanta. It's a it's a fictional place. It's a fictional place in my mind. Um, I was gonna say Atlanta, but I'm actually the last name doesn't match. So um, I don't know if I know this person, Tanya Simone. Simone. And that's that's their username. So if I'm using your last name, Atlanta. you gave me permission. Woods. Is that yeah, Tanya Woods? Yeah. Oh. Her middle name is Simone. Yeah. God, I love Tanya and Aaron. They're the best. She goes, okay. I'm currently eating up every single episode. Great conversations on real conversation. Billy and Jen keep. Going such good stuff. Oh, thank you. Love She's you lovely. Yeah. Aww. She is lovely, huh? She and her is. husband, She's he's a, a stud. I love that guy. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening. It's been such a pleasure. We're coming up on a year and we just getting started. We're just getting started. We're gonna make it do what it do. We're gonna do. Um, super excited. Uh December 4th. It's happening. The party's coming. 
People. We got a Christmas party. It's going to be a live The window recording. is shutting. You must purchase those tickets. Um, it it's two weeks be. away. Yes. Yeah. Literally. And we do have limited space. Tickets yes. are selling. Thank True you for story. buying the tickets. I was afraid no one would buy, but actually we're at a point where you might not be able to come in because we have like fire laws and stuff. It can only hold so many people. So get your ticket. Get your ticket. Don't, don't procrastinate. Do not delay. Um, man, I can't wait. And it's Wednesday, December 4th. Um, at the cathedral doors in Ballard. open up around 645, seven, okay. 7 o'clock. I mean, if you show early, I'm going to let you in. That's the way it goes. It's 7 to about 9 is 930. Day, do they need to dress up? No. No. Just wear whatever you're comfortable in. If that, if that is sweatpants, I'm do it. Do you like just wear yeah, whatever? I can wear sweatpants. Totally. You're gonna let me wear sweatpants and a tank top, babe. You look hot. What about in a, boxers and a deep V? Mm, actually, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> we should. Were you, were you red, that would be wear more the red authentic. Ones. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> um, hey, shout out to Five Stones Coffee and Theo's Chocolate. Yes, they're they sponsoring. Are, they're us. helping sponsor. So when you get there, the night of December fourth, we're gonna have the best coffee from Five Stones and Theo's Chocolate, in my opinion. I'm not a chocolate connoisseur, but if I were, I would say it's the best chocolate in it's delicious. the world. I eat a lot of chocolate. And friends... You do not. Well, you I don't You just eat a, lied. The, the truth is... You don't is, eat a lot of anything, in fact. Okay, calm down. <laughs> when Man. I eat something sweet, it's chocolate. So maybe not a lot, but it is my choice. And it is such good chocolate. So we're going to have a fabulous And time. Ballard is such a cool place. Like, it's if beautiful. you want to, like, get there early on the day of December 4th and get, like... Um, pre-Christmas, early Christmas shopping done. We have some friends. Uh, Chelsea Taylor is helping us put on the event. She's kind of done some research. There's some really cool boutiques that you can go to and get Christmas shopping done. Um, Horseshoe, another one called September. I don't know what it is, but it sounds cool. Um, and then she said, if you want to get the most innovative stocking stuffers, go to Diggs and Ballard's. Diggs? Diggs. Diggs. Also, they said one of the best places to go buy clothes is this place called um, Gold Dogs. They sell neither gold nor dogs. <laughs> But they have a pickup truck right in the middle of the store. Which okay. So there's I'm that. I'm going just to see the and I think it's like truck, Rockstar, let's Cowboy. Let's just be honest. There's hardly any pickup trend. trucks in yeah. Seattle. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got the grunge Rockstar Cowboy trend thing going on. Oh, so you can I'm do already that. liking that. Hey, maybe show up early, get there around three or four o'clock. Please take off on on that Wednesday. Don't go to work. Why? Because yes. it's Christmas party for the Come day. On. Show up and you can go to the Peddler if you want to get like local brews. Ooh. I don't actually like beer, but for people who do, Ballard's a great place to do that. Also, Rubens, I hear, is good. And then they say if you want to do pre-funk cocktails, the best place to go would be the Walrus and the Carpenter. Right there in Ballard. You can also get oysters. I haven't even been to any Disgusting. of these places. Like, we're this needs to be a, a thing. A thing. Well, uh, oh, oysters are an aphrodisiac? <laughs> Yo, this party's going to be lit. That. Oysters are kind of gross, okay? They're, they're yeah, just they're, weird. They're, I like the taste of them, but the, the, the texture. Yeah. I could do it with a cracker and hot sauce. Uh, I don't even like them. So, just, mm, so many cool places to go. Ballard's such a cool vibe. And just so you know, the party ends around 9-ish, 9.30-ish. I think we got to be out of there by 10. But the night will only have just begun. All right, all right. Okay, yeah. we're going to go. Until we can't go no more. So thanks for being a part of it. I'm excited. Are you excited, And you can babe? go to billionjennifer.com to get your tickets. So you head right over. Man, I feel so adult. We have our own website. Yeah, it's like a thing now, huh? It's been a good time. Does that mean you've made it? I Yeah, maybe. Well, here's to making it. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Uh, oh. Got a website. Um, Today. Today. I'm excited to talk about this. What a day. This topic on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Um, let's see. It was it was a unique Sunday for me. Very unique. And this last Sunday, I went to church. Many of people that are listening to this will go to church on a Sunday morning, or you don't have to go on Sunday, but you know, 
even if you don't profess to be a Christian, a lot of people just kind of go to church, church to make you feel good. I went to church for the first time in 21 years on a Sunday, um, not being on staff at a church. I've, I was doing the math. I've always been on staff at a church for the last 21 years. So every time I've gone to church, I've done so as a staff member. I'm currently in a season um, where I am, I guess, technically unemployed. I mean, not technically. I'm, I'm legitimately unemployed. That's the word on the street. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I heard about it on the street. Um, you know what I mean? Pick the sound check. I am in mourning here. Um, and for those of you that would know us and maybe would be part of the community, we're in, in Seattle or Los Angeles. Um, just so you, you know, and um, I say this with, I think, all due respect. But, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was let go from my job at the church where I serve. And just, can I just come right off the bat and say, and this is about three weeks ago, no animosity, right? Um, life is way too short. I refuse to resent. I refuse to get bitter. Bitter does nothing for me. Like if I'm right. going to get bitter, all it does is hurt me. Um, I'm, we're just not going to go down like that. I have no intentions of fading into the sunset and nursing my wounds. Um, God is good. I love the church. I still love the church we go to. I went there on Sunday morning. Uh, we have relationships that go way beyond a job. Mm-hmm. And so um, so there's some hurt to it. And if um, if you listen to a podcast we did, an episode we did a few weeks ago called Sunglasses in Advil, I think you caught us right in the middle of that hurt, yeah, which I think was great. Time. And we are committed to having honest, real conversations. That's what this is about. That's what you're going to get here. I don't know how to fake it, babe. Either do you. Yep. And I love that about us. And so we refuse to fake it. And... Um, so yeah, it's, it's surreal. It's the first time in my adult life, if I'm thinking about it, that I've been unemployed. Crazy. I've always gone from job to job to job or position to position, but I've never literally been unemployed. And, um, I think I wanted to talk about that. And I I posted this quote, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. It said, fear is inevitable. Fear is inevitable. Panic is optional. Fear is inevitable panic is optional. And I think the first part for me upon the news of being let go from a position I've held for 13 years was to freaking panic. Can I just side note here, babe? Um, Please side note it. (laughs) Can we just take a moment and just appreciate the irony of this? Um, What kind of person gets fired from a church? Honestly, like, I I guess the kind of shoot me straight. Is there a special place in hell reserved (laughs) for me? Church is the kindest, happiest place on the planet. Is it? And they fired me. They did. Disneyland. Oh, oh oh, man! I feel like I got fired from Disneyland. (laughs) Disneyland in the heavens. Um, can I full disclosure and to be totally honest, uh, I got to be honest. I actually stepped down from an executive role that I held at at this organization. Um, a few months ago, asked to step down for various reasons, maybe the number one being like, it just wasn't a good fit for me anymore. I can't do well being stressed out. And so, um, and the whole intent, you know, I for for sure thought that I would go on to be repositioned. Yeah. Maybe do another role in our Mm -hmm, community. And that was the thought. And that was initially kind of what everyone was thinking. And then, um, the, the decision was made to let me go. So that hurt and hurt is real. And I think we'll talk about that a little bit. And we've talked about that a lot in these podcasts, but I think we can get over that hurt. Um, and where I'm at right now is like, okay, for the first time in my life, I can actually relate with people unemployed. I can relate with people that are like, what am I going to do? And I mean, I think the first thing we did upon the news a few weeks ago was we um, got the family together and we decided to get out of town. 
mm-hmm. which I think was brilliant. Don't you? It was. It was a lifesaver for me. We were kind of in shock. Yeah, for sure. And the hardest part of this to navigate would be the relational dynamic. That's the most difficult part. Yeah. And But we will navigate it. Like, here's the thing, man. And I don't know what you're going through in your life, but don't allow life circumstances and hurts in life and what are perceived as injustices in life. And there's two sides to every story. So please, I'm not trying to make a case for anything. Um, don't allow that to ruin relationships. If you can salvage relationship, my God, do it. Like, do it. It's all we kind of can take with us. That's exactly right. Is relationships we have. Now, I will say not every relationship is salvageable in life. Sometimes wrongs are done, and the very most we can do to some people is just wish them well, and, you know, but that's it, and the the relationship kind of ends, you know. I certainly hope that's not the case with this, and um, I don't want to say it's just a job because it certainly wasn't just a job for me, and the way I'm talking may come off like, dude, does he even care? I so care. It's been three weeks well, of I mourning. Mean, you yeah. can hear our podcast and go back and listen to yeah. Sunglasses and But I also believe there's a time to grieve and there's a time to mourn and there is a time to get up and get going. Yep. And we got a lot of life in front of us. I'm very the excited for the yet. future. Yep. Um, and so we got away for a few days with the family, took the kids. Vic the sound chick came. She's like she's like a she's like a daughter to me. Uh, <laughs> You're one of the kids, you know. Um and it was great. We played some board games. We, we cried a little bit. We ate some great food. We went on hikes. We were up in the mountains. Um, we sat by fireplaces till late at night. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. That's great. And then, um, and then we came back, right? And we just began to kind of process what life will look like for us. For me, panic set in. For a moment, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Fear is inevitable. Panic is optional. I think life is made up of fearful moments and you can't get rid of them and you can't avoid them. It's impossible, by the way. Um, you can't escape fear. But panicking is, is, is a choice. I think we can either give way to panic mm-hmm. or we can step into purpose. Ooh, see what I did there? <laughs> you, you, be, you be stepping. You know what I'm saying? You be stepping. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's um, happening. I had a moment where I panicked. Yeah. I literally was like, I got to update my resume. Oh my God, got to hire a, um, like a headhunter, a you know, professional job finder. I got to see if there's job openings. Went down to the local gas station, said, yo, I will work for minimum wage. You know, oh, like, <laughs> I like start like, oh, oh, oh what are we going to do? Being dramatic. And, um, and God, you know, and if you listen to this podcast, we reference God a lot. It is what it is. This isn't a Christian podcast per se, but we are people of faith. And there's no way, I don't even know how we could go through right? life in some of these mountains and valleys and... Um, successes and setbacks and <laughs> things that, you know, seem, you know, that are so hard without faith, without something bigger than ourselves. And so kind of found that space and just determined, okay, we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to do something like that. Everything that's in yeah. our heart. And you had this brilliant thought. You were reading something somewhere and you kind of mm-hmm. said, it was kind of like the recipe for success. What was it again? Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it was so inspiring to me. It was um, determination, hard work, and time. That is the, re- those are the ingredients for success. For fulfilling our full potential. If you want to fulfill your potential in life, take hard work, mix it with a little determination, and sprinkle in some time. And what you have is potential. It's just a successful fulfilling everything that's in piece your heart. of cake. Yep. And um, I loved that. And it seems so simple, but I kind of want to talk about that because I felt like when you said it to me, I was like, okay, hard work, determination, I control that. That's right. Like for my life. Um, Time, we have no control over that. It's kind of the God factor. It's the gap, right? That we're all, we usually panic around. That's the panic button is the time. Totally. And that's, 
that's the thing that I think faith helps us with the most. Like, I think you can get through timing and how long it takes for things to happen in your life and, you know, without God, but it's so much easier, I would think, with faith, with knowing like, hey, there's actually, here's what I believe. God is behind it all. Remember that picture, an old school picture? I don't remember where I saw it. Maybe it was on social media or the internet somewhere, but it's like a picture of God, of Jesus, and he's there's a little kid, and the little kid is holding like this little little, little teddy, tiny yeah. raggedy teddy bear, and Jesus is asking and for it. And she's holding on to it like she's she like, just it's loves mine. I love it. it. So much. I love it so much. And Jesus is asking for it with one hand, and behind his back, he has like this life size, massive, brand new teddy bear, right? Like this 10 times what she has. And it's like, and he's like, trust me. And she's like, but I love it so much. I feel like. That's kind of where we are in life. When it comes to the dreams that we have, when it comes to things in our hearts, like we kind of have what we have. For me, for the last 13 years, it's been this role that I've loved and poured my heart into. And I'm not, the relationships don't end. Just so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I go to the church, Pastor Billy, where you go. Like, please keep going. I'll see you there. I love you. Relationships remain. But kind of like this role, this title, whatever, I felt like that's mine. And I just feel this sense. And this is where faith comes in, right? It's like mm-hmm. God being like, hey, 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 it's okay. I got something for you. And I fundamentally believe that. And it's better than what you're holding on to. I fundamentally believe it's, it. But it's the letting go. Right. Which is the hardest. I think I did a, um, I don't, it was a talk somewhere. I was like, you have to let go first to lay hold of what God has for you. Like you had to let go to lay a hold of. And I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Um, I know. I keep wiping my nose. My wife keeps telling me, stop wiping your nose. Because you, you like sound like a muffled person when you were... Well, my nose is itching. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Stop itching it. Can you hire a nose itcher? Like, I got do you it. have a booger hanging off of it? <laughs> do you tell me? <laughs> no, I don't see it. Oh, man. They're going to see it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do this, babe? I want to I wanna break down. So how do we keep from panicking and fearful moments? And I kind of want to break down those three things. Hard work determination, and time. Because I think that's serving us in this moment. We aren't panicking. I panicked for two days, then found myself or God found me. And um, I'm very, very excited for the future. And I think if we can if we can put our minds to those kind of things, like give ourselves, like, here's what I'm going to go for, and you add faith into it, I'm actually surprised, if I can be honest, am I going to humble back here? I'm surprised at how quickly I've been able to be like, you know what? All good. No ill will. Um, I certainly didn't feel that the first day. I definitely didn't feel that the first week. Second week, I think we were kind of pulling out of it. And then, you know, now it's like, you know what? God is in control. I just fundamentally believe that. When we say the best days are ahead of us, either they, they are, are or they aren't. Yeah. Um, sounds cliche until you find yourself in what you might call some of the worst days. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, in my opinion, if you find yourself right now in what you would think are the worst days, the only thing you have is better days. So, Quite honestly, the best days are ahead of you. Right. <laughs> so, it's so true. Come on, man. What are the options? So I feel super encouraged and um, so grateful for the friends and family who have reached out to us. Um, best days are ahead of us. So Thank can we do it? Can we talk about hard work, determination, and time being the recipe for success in life? Now, I'm not just talking about success in your business or how much money you make, but like being happy, being happy in life. Hard work. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> you want me to go? Is that, Drop is that my, the truth bomb, babe. Well, what is it about hard work that makes it so important? Well, I mean, fulfilling our full potential is on us. It just it is on us, right? And I think we all of us, every listener, 
Every person has dreams in their heart. They have a natural gift that was God given. They have a inclination to something that they love. And the thing is, is it's just not going to happen. It is completely on us to fulfill the potential. You get what you go for. You get what you go for. And and we've talked about that in so fact, many times. In fact, you only get what, what you, you go, go for. for. And, you, and it, you know what the go for part is? Mm. It's the it's the hard work and get determination. It, get it, girl. And then the time factor. When But if you can couple those three ingredients, I'm telling you, from experience, it produces unbelievable things. And so at the end of the day, let's not like make this so, so complicated. It just kind of is what it is. Like, is it kind of like your abs? You work very hard on them. And when you pull and up your shirt, I'm they like, look good. dang girl. Yeah. And if you don't, I don't have milk abs, does a body good, but how much you've been drinking? There was no determination and hard work. I mean, it is what it is, right? And it could play out in anything in our life. Come on. Okay. I will say this. I was saying this. So after that first four days, I was in mourning. I was grieving, and then I was resurrected from the dead. Rightfully it was like life so. goes on. It was a, it was a, you know, punch in the gut. For Still sure. hurts, but for sure, pain is temporary. And if you don't believe that, please go back to episode and, whatever it was and how, listen to sunglasses and, the and wasn't Advil. the best, and that's what hurts sometimes the most. But it, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, there is so much in you and me that we got to do, and we got to get busy doing it. Here's what I've learned in life, and here's what I've told my kids: sometimes people will do you wrong, even if they do it unintentionally. I'm choosing to believe it's unintentional. Sometimes people do you wrong. You can do wrong back or you can choose right. to do right. Right. If you believe that God is in control, it behooves us to do right by God. And here's the crazy thing about doing right by God. It kind of means you got to do right by man. <laughs> and that's so hard. Oh. I wanted to do bad so bad. Yeah, I know. Like I, I just, I, those few days, I was just like, I just want to do bad and do wrong so very badly. <laughs> what did you say? I want to do the wrong thing so, so freaking bad. I mean, it, it's so real, right? It's so real. So after those first few days, I kind of came, I, I set up an office in our upper room uh, in Coffee Talk Studios where we are currently right yeah. now. I got a desk right here and a computer and I've been getting to work. There's been things that, there's been dreams in my heart and things in my heart that I have been, I would say probably putting off because I've been so busy with a job, a job that I love. And I have given myself fully to those things. Um, and so I say this to the kids every morning. I was like, I wake up every morning. When I wake up every morning, I don't go to work, but I wake up every morning and get to work. Hello. And I've been getting to work, girl. You have. And I would say this, and I used to say this to men who were unemployed. I'm like, hey, you cannot have a job and still be a hard worker. That's the truth. Yeah. Hard work is an attitude. It's a it's a principle. It's a it's a character trait. You can study hard, whatever your hand finds to do, do with all your might. Um, you can like you can devote yourself to whatever it is you're going for. And so you can fill your days. And I'm not just talking with busy work, but get busy doing what it is you do. And here's what I feel like. Get busy going and let God do what he does. And I think we talked about this last week, but the more we keep moving forward, you will find that breakthrough, that miracle, that open door, that opportunity as you get going. But if you just sit still and wait for it to come to you, it's not coming. So hard work, I think the best thing my dad ever gave me is hard work. Um, you're a very hard worker. Our kids are hard workers. Um, it is not given that people are hard workers. But I'll tell you this, hard work um, is better than intelligence or talent every day of the week. That's the truth. I believe it, man. I actually believe it. I believe the person who works the hardest can rise to the top. I played college football and got a scholarship. I was not the most skilled athlete on the planet. You were the sexiest one on the field, though. <laughs> I'm just just in FYI. your eyes. Thank you. I was a <laughs> lineman, so you were pretty so sure the quarterback cute. and those Long, receivers and running backs. Hair. Yeah, 
they took their shirt off everywhere. I kind of kept a tank top on the whole time. But I, the way I got there was just hard work. It wasn't natural skill. I just kept working hard. I got straight A's in school. Hard work. Always did my homework. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think there's so much. If you're out there and you're like, hey, I haven't got the breaks that other people have gotten. I don't have the connections other people have. My parents aren't rich and living in Beverly Hills. And I haven't had all these opportunities. But are you a hard worker? Get to work, man. Get to work. I promise you something good will come out. Yeah, that's the truth. That is the truth. Determination. What does that mean to you? I'm going to cough while you answer. (coughs) Determination. I think consistently, unwillingly, never giving up. You're just determined. You're just, you've set your mind on something and you're going to own it. Go for it. No one else can own it for you. Mommy and daddy can't do it for you. You have got to own and be determined. Babe, what about those emotional highs and lows where like you're determined on Monday and Tuesday, but on Wednesday you want to quit? How do you get through that? Because you do that very well. That's that's the reality of life. There's going to be highs and lows. Welcome to it. And you have to figure out how in the low moments can you continue to stay even remotely determined. Maybe you're not as determined, but you're determined. And honestly, you got to put the right people around you. Uh, you got to be able to, do, you got to put the people around you in order to stay focused. That is so true, isn't it? I, I don't know. I think that that for me has been a huge part of why I even was able to be successful in the business when I came out here 13 and a half years ago is that you just kept telling me, baby, you can do it. You're amazing. And you got to have someone in your life who's your cheerleader. You got to have mm. someone in your corner. And if you're not married, get a friend. Yeah. Make sure they're in your corner. If they're not in your corner, figure that out. And can I say in this moment that we've been going through these last month or so, um, that has been the biggest strength to me personally. Um, you family, friends that have Victor come around and been like, listen, <laughs> hey, dude, this is actually going to be great for you. You know, I'm like, I'm, I actually have started to believe them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Especially when you're not believing in the Yeah, moments. yeah. And when you're like, what have, what's happened? And you're kind of going in panic. Like having the right people in your world Man, there's just and that which brings us back to relationships, right? Can and I also say that? also re- reassuring that they see the same potential that you see. Those are the kind of people you need to, yeah, yeah. to have. Can I say this? Sometimes I think how we do is more important than what, what we, we do. do. Like the way we treat people is more important, in my opinion, than the achievements that we accomplish. That's so true. Listen, you can make it all the way to the top and be there all by yourself, and everyone beneath you resents you. If you do it wrong. And I just honestly think winning in life is not about a destination. It's who we bring along the way and how we treat those people along the way. Thank you. I just feel like, and so, and all of our determination, which I'm for, like, go for it. I mean, just go for it. Like, and don't give up. And when the people say you can't, say you can. And when they knock you down, get back up. And when you feel like life is taking the wind out of you, catch your breath and start to walk again. Like one foot in front of the other. I love determination, but please, along the way, Remember, what's more important is not where you're going, but how you get there. Mm. That's what tells the story. That's true. And I don't think we can afford to lose that in determination, right? People cannot it. be a means to an end. Um, it matters. And the, just like you were saying, because relationships matter. Relationships in life matter. Which brings us to, and oh, it reminds me. Remember that one time, I was thinking about this when we were, you were saying that to me. Um, remember that one time we, we rented a house with some friends and we were up there for a weekend and um, I had brought... So there were a bunch of guys that were with us and I had brought, I collect, if you've heard, I collect fine cigars. I I like to have, I like to enjoy a cigar every now and then. And if that bothers you, um, it doesn't bother me that that bothers you. you (laughs) I'm actually not mad at you. Like if you're bothered that I enjoy a cigar, I'm okay with that. Like I'm not mad at you for being bothered. That's your prerogative. (laughs) But I like to enjoy a fine cigar. And I remember telling the guys like, hey, when you come up, I got cigars. Like if you want them, no pressure. And I never push 
cigars on anyone, right? Like, uh, I push coffee on people, but I don't push cigars. I was Absolutely. like, hey, if you want one, Absolutely. I'm going to have one around a fireplace. It's going to be nice. I'm going to enjoy it. We're up in the mountains. I remember I brought up my humidor, which is where you keep cigars. It's like a nice kind of wood thing. You bought it for me years ago. And um, at one point during the day, during the time we were there, the weekend, I walked into where I was keeping the humidor, and it was open. It had been left open. Which is a bummer. If you know anything about a humidor, you're not supposed to leave those open because they keep humidity in. And if you open them, like you have you have cigars in this humidor that you're you're keeping you're keeping somewhat moist so they don't dry out. And someone had like opened it and taken the tray out, and they had taken one of my. I still like the word moist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a few words in the in the in the English language that we should avoid forever. Moist and sticky, sticky are two. I don't think it's um, a good. I just don't giblets, like the word. Is it giblets? Giblets. I think giblets and giblets should just never be, never be. <laughs> Sorry, voiced. just a, a little so, yeah. side note there. Um. Anyway, someone had taken like one of my really good cigars. It may have been. It's probably worth twenty dollars, right? And I wouldn't have actually given that cigar away. That would have been like a meaningful cigar to me. But I would, there was a bunch in there, and I noticed that they had left it open and they had damaged one of the cigars. Um. I was outraged. I can't, I actually feel bad at how upset I was. I didn't tell anyone how upset I was, but I would just, and here's the thing. It's not like they took something of great value from me. In fact, the cigar that they took, 20 bucks, okay. Yeah. The one like, that they damaged cares? was five. Yeah. What did I lose? $25? Like, and in fact, if it is, I was like giving it coffees. to them. Yeah. I had offered to give cigars. So it's not like they took something of great value from me. It was the principle of how they took it. Right? It's like, listen, man, like this is valuable to me. In the way you did it, I would have given it to you. And actually what you took isn't that great value. There's so much more valuable things in life, but it's the principle of how, how you did it, which I think for me is like, hey, how we get there, Matters. how we treat people, I don't care what organization or industry you're in. It matters. It matters. Every so, time it matters. Which brings us to time. We can control how much hard work we do. We can control how determined we are, right? I think God helps us in all that. Time is the one thing we cannot control. Man, it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's where I just don't know how people, like waiting for your ship to sail in, waiting for the thing that you feel is your goal in life, waiting for that breakthrough, waiting for that promotion, waiting for that opportunity, waiting for that business to take off, waiting for that relationship to flourish. I mean, whatever it is, um, time is like, it's the hardest test. So babe, here's my question for us. What can we do in the meantime? While we're waiting for the dream, while we're, as we're going for it, hard work and temptation, how can we get through those seasons and those times where it's just like, man, it just seems like it's never, ever going to happen. What are some of the things for you personally. I mean, it's a faith. It's it's faith, right? It, that's what time is. It's just, I, I would say, stay expectant. Like, just don't lose heart. Um, I think the times when I hoped and hoped and hoped and it never happened and never happened, then finally, finally, I think when the finally comes, you look back and you're actually grateful for the time it took. But the problem right. is, is you Retrospect. don't see that until you're on the other side. Totally. So I could just say is, is try to rehearse the times when that has happened and you're in that time of waiting again. Remember when it did finally happen and you look back and you're like, ah, now I understand. I love that. You know what else I would say? I love that actually. Because I think, yeah, retrospect is amazing. I always try to remind myself and I'm like, hey, we're going to look back. It's a really good practice. Yeah. Like just even back, emotionally and And mentally. this is going to be okay. Yeah. And actually, this could actually turn to good. But I also think in the moment, 
when you're waiting and it's just not happening as quickly as you want to or you feel like you've been in the same kind of cycle for whatever months or years, try and recognize all the potential that's available to you right now. That's I so, think so that's many, like gratitude, yeah. right? It's like that just changes the, the moment. I think we're waiting. always so intoxicated with what could be and what may be what and be. what will be is that we fail to see the potential of right what is now. right now. Right now, like one day I'm going to get married and one day I'm going to have the, the dream house and one day I'm going to have the part. But what do you but have, you have a really cute right apartment now. right now? Right now. With like a dog and like you have a job and you had a coffee maker. I mean like. Who's the guy calling right? you on Tinder right now? Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Tinder is. Is that a bad one? I don't know. Is that the sex one? <laughs> Vic, Vic, how do you know? Vic the sound chick. Um, but that's so good. That's me, so good. Um, you know before the light bulb was invented? We didn't know electricity existed, but it was all around us everywhere. There was so much potential and power all around us, but until the light bulb was invented, we didn't even realize we tapping into what was it. at our fingertips. I think one of the things to do wherever season you find it is like try right now to realize and actualize what is the potential in your grasp right now, and then do that, man. Do and be that. grateful and be grateful with everything that's in front of you. Totally. It just changes how we feel about the moment. I mean, that's such a good reminder. And I think I think I needed to hear that for myself today because it's like, you're so right. I'm such a forward thinker that I can lose the moment of now. Yeah. And I just want to be better at that. Yeah. So good, babe. And I want to be better at being a good friend. I want to be better at um, the relationships in my life. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be a part of the community where I once held a position, can I just, can you hear me say, please no, we're still friends. I still love you. None of that has changed. And I think we just have to be bigger in life. And do better sometimes. Roles change, jobs change, descriptions change, responsibilities change, yeah. tasks change, sometimes mission changes. But you know what is not going to change and I refuse to let it change is relationships we've built on. And Sometimes you don't get to choose your family. Family is family. And um, I'm just going to live big. And I feel encouraged. I really do. I have hope for the future. I have more hope than I've had in a long time, which mm-hmm. seems kind of... Um, Crazy? Yeah, I, oxymoronic. Is that a word? That's a good one, right? Vic. Oxymoronic, yeah. That's actually a real word. You can look it up in a dictionary. Um, <laughs> but I just know. I just know the best days are gone. And I refuse to panic, right? That's right. Fear is inevitable. Panic is optional. This is really good. Quote me Can on I it. just say I love you so much? Oh, man, you I love you. You can say that. Thanks. I love you, too. I love <laughs> you so much. And Awkward. Cheers uh, to do love another you, amazing conversation. Yeah. Here's the coffee. Good talks. The best yet to come. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.